Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, the not cool, Melvin George the third. How about it? Melvin George the second. I said the third. I'm sorry. The second. That's all right. People always make me more than what I am. <laughs> Should we bring Tom out with us? Let's have a yeah, big round Tom. table. Tom, Tom works so hard on his camera and everything. He's Look, he's all hey. short-haired, and Tom looks so good. Thank you. Oh. I appreciate you guys. I'm so yeah. excited for today's podcast. We got the chance to feature Melvin George's significant other, but really his love story on our channel. Yeah, right. And yeah. I don't know if you guys saw it. It is such an incredible movie. Yeah. Well, it's oh, an incredible Oh, yeah, movie. right, yeah. The uh, mortgage apple cake thing. Yes. Did, what do you call it? When, a viewing or whatever you call it? A watch party. A, a watch, watch party. party. Yeah. A viewing sounds like somebody died. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what was funny is I didn't know you had to be hooked up to your Amazon Prime account. And I actually Neither watched. Neither did I. So I watched you guys watch the movie and I still loved it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was. I was watching Melvin and his girl watching and holding hands and smiling and laughing and Tom laughing at parts and getting all. Uh, I watched people watch a movie and I still loved it. You know, it's <laughs> hard for us to watch that sometimes because we live through it. And, and you know, after you, after you have an event in your life and you move past it, going back and revisiting it brings back, you know, the, the whole emotions of what you went through. And, uh, it was, it, it was it was a two-edged sword. It was fun to watch, but it was also kind of painful because like, oh yeah, I was hurting at that time. We were hurting at that time. And then we got over it. Oh yeah, we're doing great. <laughs> so. uh, well, she's got a great business. Tell everybody about her business. Mel? Ah, no. Is, yeah, yeah, I guess he froze up. <laughs> if he doesn't look like Urkel's grandfather, I don't know who does. <laughs> and this is a perfect time to tell everybody, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify or any of your podcast platforms, if you want to see the video version of what we do so you can see exactly what Richie's talking about, you want to check us out over on YouTube on Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. You can yes. catch all of these episodes with the video attached to see everything that's going on behind the scenes. Are you back, Mel? Just a different present <laughs> picture of him. <laughs> so anyway, how are you boys? Things are good. Um, uh, I'm sorry, Tom, you got you got vaccinated recently, right? I did. You're, I did. You're very healthy, Tom. I feel yeah. good. You, there's nothing to make you feel good like not feeling good for 24 hours. Now you're like, oh. <laughs> let me ask you a question, Tom. You got it. On Thursday? Thursday at 2.30, exactly. At 2.30. Hello, Melvin. You know, for some reason, I'm jumping back between my laptop and my tablet because the internet keeps timing out. Um, I'm here. <laughs> Perfect. And you look and sound great now, so that's great. We are back with it. And I think Richie was just asking, uh, tell us a little bit more about your wife's company and exactly yeah, what you guys are doing. It's called Mortgage Apple Cakes. And in, during the mortgage crisis, uh, she was losing her home to foreclosure. And uh, when banks wouldn't talk to you and, and you couldn't get a loan, uh, she said, well, I, I can qualify for a home 
a loan modification if I can just raise $4,000 to pay off all the bills. So I'm going to bake a nine inch apple cake and sell it at $40 a piece. And if I sell a hundred of them, that'll raise $4,000 so we can get the loan modification. I didn't have a better idea. So I said, if you bake them, I'll deliver them. And so she started baking and I started delivering and I put up a PayPal site so people could order online and people could send you up. You were Grubhub before there was Grubhub. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. And uh, so then we Melvin got to 42 Hub. cakes. We, we got up to 42 cakes and somebody told the press that, you know, this woman's trying to save her home by baking cakes. And the press did a story. The Bergen Record did a story. That was on July 16th. And on July, this came out on July 17th. And then Sean Adams from CBS Radio read the story, called up and said, I want to come and interview you in your home. So we're up, I'm, I'm cutting apples and she's, she's, she's baking. And Sean Adams comes in and does the interview. And he tells us, this story is going to go viral. Everybody's going to love this story. Be ready. And they were like, yeah, okay, right, whatever, whatever. So the story airs around, around 7, 18 in the morning and we listen to it we slap five then we go back to you know doing what we're doing then at at, at 7 27 channel 11 calls at 7 32 channel 9 calls wow seven uh i remember all these times i keep saying who keeps calling at 7 uh uh 52 uh, it was uh abc called uh, wow. All these news companies started calling and, and jockeying for positions. So I stopped cutting apples, got my phone and my tablet, and started writing down appointments. Then Fox called and trumped everybody by saying, listen, we heard about your story. We want to send a car for you and bring you into the studio. Well, a, a limousine ride trumps a, a home interview any day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we get in the car. We go into Fox. Um uh, we, we do the Fox interview with Brian Kelly. Uh, as we're leaving, we get a call from NBC. They want to they want to know if we can come into their studio. So we go into the NBC studio. We do a, a thing with uh, with, um, with Brian Williams. Oh! <laughs> Did he freeze on your end too? Yeah. Damn it. Melvin's very good at creating cliffhangers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this may be like the best story anyone's told on all the years of drinks, jokes, and storytelling. And right in the middle of it, he's going to keep freezing up like this. It's going to take like three hours to get through this one story. Perfect time for a commercial break. <laughs> oh, he's back. Okay. Let's leave Frozen Melvin no. on too. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm sideways. Hold on. <laughs> I gotta, if I talk like this, my words are going to fall on the floor. Um, <laughs> I'll hold you up. I'll hold you up. Here? Just turn the tablet sideways. It should be okay. It might, it might be locked. <laughs> Don't forget, guys. He... Mark's running the technical side of this. this time. It's not me. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, you're better at killing apples than fucking. 
<laughs> well, now I know why he didn't want to do the home interviews. Oh, yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get a frozen Melvin out of here. Let's bring on up. Oh, he was upside down a second ago. So we go to NBC. <laughs> <laughs> We go to NBC and Ann Curry is there and uh, she does this interview. And by the end of the day, we get, we're going back to baking because now that we've, we've done all these promos, we've got to sell the product you know, we gotta sell and deliver the product. Yeah. And when we get home, the phone's ringing off the hook. They put our phone number up on TV. So orders are coming in from Iran, Japan, from the U.S. military, Afghanistan, um, oh my all God. over the world, as well as the United States. We ended up wow. that week. Ended up selling 500, uh, 500 cupcakes, five hundred cakes in two days. Wow! At how much and a cake? We have no idea how we're going to bake five hundred cakes and ship five hundred cakes, but we're still looking forward to delivering these cakes. So uh, I'm on the phone. I hope you had a lot of frequent who- flyer miles. <laughs> Well, this is the thing. I'm on the phone with this guy who had a, a delivery service on the East Coast. And he was telling me about his operation when I see an 800 number calls my phone. And I'm, I'm thinking, don't answer it. It's a bill collector. And that voice in the back of my head goes, no, it's not a bill collector. Answer it. So I answer it. And the guy goes, hi, my name is Josh Hay. I have a company called Bake Me a Wish. We heard about your story. We want to bake your cake and ship them for you. So I said, could you hold on a minute, please? And I went back to my other call and said, never mind. And then I went back to Josh and said, listen, can, you, can, can we set up an appointment? So he came out and, and, and we, he met with us. We went and saw his operation. That was July 20th. By August 20th, all the cakes had been baked and delivered and shipped all around the world. Because he signed wow. us with, to a licensing agreement. And we ran with that for a year. And then uh, <laughs> uh, the publicity died down. He, 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 we could, he wasn't, the money wasn't coming in. He didn't want to put me into advertising. So we, we just parted our ways. So Andrew said, let's just keep doing the, 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 the business and see if we like it. So we started doing farmer's markets and street festivals. And I have a picture of how determined Angela is. She said, she said, we're going to uh, just keep doing these farmer's markets. And one time we went to a farmer's market and drained out. But... <laughs> and you know I, hold. You know I was hoping he'd hold the picture up right as he froze and no one would notice. He nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> so close. <laughs> Oh, up oh, here he comes, Tom. You want to grab this? I got this one. No worries. And so, this is the picture of Angela. I want to see this. Yeah. 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 It's rain. It's raining outside. Yeah. And she's the only one selling cake. She's the only one selling at all. That's how determined she was. So, were you really at a festival? In the rain. 
<laughs> in the rain, in the schoolyard, she's selling apple cakes. So, and uh, that, huh? Go ahead. Go ahead, finish, and then I'll ask you. Go. Ahead. So that that went on for about two years. You know, it wasn't that bad, but you know, it got better and better and better. In 2014, this guy says, "Listen, I've been following your story." Um, my friend Steve O knew a, a producer called Steve Marks, and Steve Marks heard the story and he became a pit bull. He said, "I'm going to get this story out if it kills me." He went to Tyler Perry, he went to Oprah Winfrey. Nobody was buying it. He went to this one studio in Canada, and uh, the uh, uh, Entertainment One, and Entertainment One sold the uh, sold the idea to uh, uh, was it Hallmark? Oh no, Up TV. And at the time, Max Johnson had just purchased Up TV, and he was trying to get uplifting stories. So, <laughs> to be continued. This is great. <laughs> we shouldn't even talk. We should just wait. Entertainment One sold <laughs> <laughs> it to. Uh, up TV and Up TV made a movie about it, and the movie came out on uh, uh, on, on Easter Sunday of August of of, of, uh, of of 2014, and all that publicity came back again, and all the uh, all the orders came back, and people remembered us and everything, and uh, yeah, that, that 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 that's the movie. <clears throat> now, who played you in the movie, Denzel? No, Denzel wasn't available. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson wasn't available. Um, <laughs> well, they didn't want to get uh, they didn't want to get Denzel because you know Melvin needs a good-looking person to represent him. <laughs> well, but surprisingly enough, O.J. Simpson auditioned, but he didn't pass. He didn't <laughs> cut it. Wow. He didn't cut the mustard. You would think he'd be good at cutting apples. <laughs> right? OJ's knife skills have to be on par. <laughs> <laughs> they got this guy named Kevin Hanchard, who, who looks absolutely nothing like me. But on a good day with a shower, I can look exactly like him. <laughs> so uh, Yeah, let's please pull him up. I want to see his picture. Kevin Hanchard. He was, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Can you, can you, he was, yeah. he was on that poster. I'm, yeah, I'm pulling up a little bit more, uh, a little bit more zoomed-in version of it right now, so we can grab it. There we go. So the gentleman in the back holding the cake boxes. Yes, that's that's the guy that plays me. That's Melvin. But if you see him in the movie, he has the hat like Melvin, like the he's... big car, the hat. As a matter of fact, they they showed the movie, they showed the movie in the in the the town theater, the the, the Teenage Cinema, and when. My character pulled up in a big Cadillac. Everybody in the audience goes, there's Melvin. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so now she has a bakery in Teaneck, and uh, we've, been doing, we've been doing this for um, 11 years now. This will be our 11th year. And... Um... <laughs> yeah. You and know I'm, what? Why don't we just get Kevin Hanchard? Because of the pen. <laughs> there. I, hold on. Hold on. Get it. We'll get it. Oh, well, you're back. You're back. You're back. Oh, okay. The online business has picked up like you would.
I'm actually putting a link to the to the business. It's going to be in the comments during the live show, and we'll put it up in the uh, in the description while we're up on YouTube as well. So it's maccakes.business.site, but I'm putting it up there right now so everybody can go take a look at it and see exactly where it is in T-neck and place their orders if they would like. <laughs> hey, I stand on the ceiling. I have an idea. Let's have a podcast and call it Time Out. <laughs> Tom, is there any way to stop that? I, 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 part of me doesn't want to. I think it's the most original thing. I've ever <laughs> okay, this I is the every... situation. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. You know, I I, I had um from the, from the last time we tried to do a podcast, I was having problems with my laptop. So to back it up, I used my tablet. But for some reason, the tablet doesn't stay focused, so I have to jump back and forth to my laptop. So I have one ready to go when the other one times out. And th that's what we're doing for today. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. I think every time you time out, Richie and Mark will tell a joke. They'll do a street joke. <laughs> I better go get a joke book. <laughs> How about every time Melvin times out, we have to do a shot? We'll be hammered. <laughs> yeah, I'll be funny. Let me get some water here. Well, that's amazing, Melvin. And how is he? He's taking his medication in the middle of the song. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, guys. It's time for my high blood pressure medicine. <laughs> what a... What a... Um, what what's going on with the business now? How are you guys? You guys are still doing it, obviously. We're still doing it. You know, we have lulls, we have peaks and valleys, and right now we're in a valley. June, August, there's a slow month, but September, October, November, December, they're going to pick up again. You know, and January and February and March have been unpredictable because of the pandemic. They've been very positive, and we hope we can make them stay that way through marketing. But um, we're getting ready right now. We're we're getting ready for the winter months, and we're also trying to put some type of docu series together about the story and, and making apple cakes, and see if we can sell it to uh, one of the food networks. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's great, Melvin. Wow. So the the real talent yeah, in, in the, the meantime. Film... Yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, the, the, it's, a, it's it's about brains. It's not about talent. It's about brains. And she's got far more brains than I have. Uh, I, I'll tell you that in a heartbeat. Uh, I, I bet when, if we, when, we should have her on, I bet she could get through a whole show without freezing up. Probably. Probably. <laughs> she wouldn't be as, as, as exciting as me. <laughs> <laughs> but she's definitely smarter. <laughs> Well, uh, just to shift gears real quick, so you just uh, went out and was working we this frozen? last week, oh, right? Oh, that was a trick, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were working this week, right? Doing stand-up? So, yeah, the business is going, is going very, very well. <clears throat> uh, and the comedy is starting to pick up again. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how the whole key to comedy 
<laughs> so the business is going very well, and the comedy's picking up again. That's good because I can't imagine you wanting to do many more Zoom shows. <laughs> you know, timing is everything, and there's nothing better than the timing of a live audience. It's so hard to time the internet, uh, especially you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you actually have it best because you have a timer right there, is telling you when to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, where where did you work? I was at the stress factory with um with Damon Wayans uh Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Wow, how was that? It was like going full circle because in 1981 I brought Damon Wayans on stage at the Rainy Night House in Queens uh to do wow. a guest spot because he was just starting to do comedy. Wow. Yeah. And now, 40 years later, he's at uh, he's headlining sold out shows at the Stress Factory, and he asked for me to be his opener. Whoa! Wow! Yeah. So um, we 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 had fun. We had a great time. And uh, Vinnie Brand, you know, the owner of the Stress Factory, he was uh, he he was the MC. Uh, and then he brought me up. All I did was 15 minutes, and then I turned it over to Damon. And, you know, I've always been in a situation where the audiences were not there to see me. But I was like the, the, the pickle you didn't expect on a, on, on a corned beef sandwich. <laughs> um, when I opened for... Uh, when I was Even when Rainy. I headline, the audience isn't there to see me. <laughs> <laughs> when I was working with Aretha Franklin and Smokey Robinson, and and uh, 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 I did a show with Chaka Khan one time, and I was up at the Berkeley Performance. Here we go, boys. Get ready. Here we go. He started he the a story. Hanger ever. Like, he starts a good. He's like, when I was working with Smokey Robinson and Aretha Franklin, and I'm out. This is the best show we've ever done. <laughs> I think we should make all our comics do this from now on. This is the way who else like think about it? what a great way to do a, po a podcast. Everybody just keeps talking. <laughs> What's blowing my mind is he was on for 89 hours with us, never froze. He comes on the podcast. This is seriously awesome. And Smokey Robinson, I was there with, with I, I, I did a you show on time with Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> The best part about it is I'm going to let Mark do the editing on this one. No, I don't think there should There's be no, no editing. No. This is this is the, the whole battle. The They're going to make a movie about this. <laughs> we got to get. We got to talk to his producers. <laughs> Make something too fast. Why don't we just hold up a picture of Melvin and we can talk behind it and pretend. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. <laughs>
I think this is so awesome, though. <laughs> so, Melvin, Melvin, could you hey, please? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Start the picture, Rose. My, my phone timed out. My phone. <laughs> Even a picture of Melvin can stay on. <laughs> the irony, though, is that Melvin is one of the technically one of the best comics I've ever watched work, but well, has I'm... no technical skills. <laughs> <laughs> I have great technical skills. I just don't have the right equipment. <laughs> That's what I keep telling my wife. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I feel punch drunk right now. <laughs> How high I am from laughing. I'm going to try. This. I'm going to try. I'm going to use. Uh, Melvin, do this. Get a rope and two tin cans. <laughs> <laughs> get him out get him out oh, here we go so anyway, yeah how is everybody doing I'm not cool I'm not cool <laughs> I was working with Damon Wayans over the weekend it was great <laughs> I think this is like this is going to be one of those like on the blooper reels you know like <laughs> Oh, it'll be the whole show. Hey, I don't. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I, I, so last night we were at a bar in in Florida, and they had the the baseball draft on. So I'm watching the baseball draft, but then on the other TVs, and this is like the most Florida thing ever, was highlights from Hee Haw. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's try this. There oh, we there go. You go. See, I keep going into my closet and pulling out old devices and waiting for them to die. Then I'm going to get another one. So. <laughs> Maybe if you didn't have 15 things connected to the internet, it would be solid. Yeah, that would that that, that would that would help. That would help. But you know, this whole business thing. By the end of, applicate business. By the end of the show, Melvin will be on Atari. <laughs> 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 you sound and look great now. We're good. We're good to go. If you turn your phone sideways, we'll probably get the best shot of you. Did you? <laughs> there it is. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, nice. All right. Let me close this. Mike and just said his cousin off. Misty was on Hee Haw. I gotta look her up. <laughs> I was. I, I was laughing so hard. Mike, who is Mike Rowe? Mike Rowe. We did the charity. Oh. That's not his cousin. Misty Rowe. I know who Misty Rowe is. He's making that up, I think. <laughs> Mike Rowe was beautiful. Did Are you, you talking know? about Mike Rowe, the comic? Well, no. no, he's a security guy. Well, he was our, how I know him was he was a security guy for a USO tour. But he's. Uh, oh, you know, right, right. I've, I've, I've met him before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I know who she was. Is that really your. Is that really your cousin? Because I remember Misty Rowe. From, I think she was on Happy Days. Yeah, she did a lot of stuff. I'm yeah, looking at her IMDb. Was... She's killed it. Yeah, I we were watching the the they were playing the Hee Haw highlights, and I was like, <laughs> I, I want to order, I want to order this for the haircuts alone. 
<laughs> Every guy had the worst haircuts I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but then there were a bunch of hot chicks. Oh, well, Mark, I forgot. She was made Marion and When Things Were Rotten, which was Mel Brooks' TV show about oh, how, I mean, the Robin Hood. Full circle. Full circle. Wow. Yeah. She was. Um, Wait, Mel Brooks had a TV show called When Things Were Rotten? Yeah, it was about, it was, you know, a comedy about uh, Robin Hood. It didn't last, and then years later, he made um, Robin Hood Men in Tights Men with our buddy JD. Oh, okay. JD from the show, JD, who's Mark's friend, has been our guest. So he wrote, he wrote Men in Tights, pretty much with Mel Brooks. So wait, do you want you want me to make this go even further, full circle? She wasn't Leather Tuscadero. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on. I'm 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 working that weekend at Side Splitters, and this comedian I'm working with is named Steve Simeon, uh, Simone, Steve Simone, and he was amazing, like funny storyteller. I want to have him on the podcast so bad. Well, he left L.A. to move. He moved to Florida during the pandemic. Christy Miller, who's our friend, goes, "Oh my God, Steve's the best." Tell her I said, "Tell him I said hi." We started together, so I'm working with him. And he's talking about the comedy store days. So I text JD and said, hey, dude, uh, there's this comic who was a comedy store guy. And I know JD was a comedy store guy. I go, I know you two had to have get along. Have you ever met Steve Simone? And he goes, yeah, scroll up in the text, you brain dead potheads. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he texted me like, Three weeks ago, you should have this guy Steve Samoan on. He was a, <laughs> he's a he's a comedy store comic, but he just moved to Florida recently. Oh wow. I com- wow! He completely plugged him, and then I'm telling Steve, like, you ever hear of this guy JD Shapiro? You two would really get along. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it's weird. It's been a whole three minutes, and Melvin's still here. And, and we've know, talked yeah. the entire time. Yeah, no, like, it's because he's well, not telling a, an interesting I, story. That's the same thing my prom date said at, after the date. <laughs> <laughs> if Melvin starts telling an interesting story, he'll freeze up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, don't ask me anything. Ask me something with one or two word answers. This won't get confused. <laughs> this week, the storytelling will not be with our guest. <laughs> um, so you, the weekend went well. Now, let me ask a question: How? What is that like when you? I mean, 1981. You're introducing this guy. He's doing a guest spot. You know, he's new in the business, and then you get to see his whole career. And he, I mean, Damon Wayans is huge. You know? Yeah, what a career. Yeah, and, yeah. And suddenly he's saying, hey, get Melvin. I mean, what does that feel like? That must be just such an amazing feeling. You know, it, as it happens, um, I didn't expect it. And, and it, it was very unexpected. And at the time, I didn't have a chance to really process it because I was cutting apples. <laughs> so, um, I, when I, I get the call to go and open for him, and I'm running through my set, and I realize I'm going through all the things. Your Bluetooth went out, I think, Melvin. I haven't been on stage in a while. 
And uh, uh, I haven't seen Damon in about two years. Uh, <laughs> all, all that's going through my head. And, and while I'm trying to process the next thing I know, it's showtime and I have to go on. So I, mm -hmm. I didn't really get a chance to process anything until after it was over. Because uh, 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 in the beginning, it was just another job. Mm -hmm. uh, but then when it was all over, I realized that we have come full circle in wa watching him grow as a comedian, not just him, but his entire family, because I used to go over to their house when they lived on, in, in Chelsea. And Sean and Marlon used to make fun of my pants because my pants had all these designs in them. And they said, Melvin got his pants out of the window. Melvin's wearing curtain pants. <laughs> and his mother, his mother used to say, Melvin, uh, Marlon, you better leave Melvin alone. Melvin's a grown man. You can't be talking to him like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew the whole family. I knew Keenan. I knew Kim. I knew Damon. I was Ryan, Sean, Marlon. Um, and then the, just, to, just to watch them grow, we, we had a comedy team once called The Kitchen Table. And The Kitchen Table was the only uh, group of five black comedians doing improv. And wow. we, we ran from 81, from, from 77 to 81. And then wow. and Living Color came out in, in the, uh, 90, 91, something like that. Yeah, and everything that, every idea that we had, everything that we did to and the kitchen table was being done the correct way in Living Color. The wow. reason why the kitchen table didn't make it because our improv group, our improv sketches were the same every week. Uh, and you didn't have Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, oh wait, where'd the volume go? Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, you're perfect. Okay. So the, the uh, um, so um, I've seen all those guys grow over the years. I've seen Keenan. I've seen Kim Damon. I've, I've seen them. Their, their movie success. I've known all the fights they've had with producers and directors and how they want to take their project and, and, and make it something different and how they walked away from projects because they, they, they thought they owned it and they didn't, you know, and, uh -huh. and just to have that set, that connection, it's like, it's like having a, a friend for 40 years. And then even though you don't speak all the time, when you do speak, you picked up right where you left off. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's awesome. Uh, it's, it's that kind of thing. It's, that's it's, how we feel about you today. Cause you keep coming back. <laughs> <laughs> It's really remarkable, uh, uh, and I'm still I'm, I'm still reeling from it. I'm still I'm, I'm on a high right now. That probably my car died this morning. My 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 beautiful 2002 Eldorado uh, wouldn't start, but it started Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to take me down to the club and back. But it died in the driveway this morning. How blessed am I? <laughs> right. Most people would bitch that their car broke. I'm still down. up here. You're I'm so still up here from the whole weekend, you know. And then this podcast, I'm doing this podcast, and none of my devices work. But the one that finally does work, I can't hear nothing. <laughs> How blessed am I? <laughs> oh, that's too much. So, Melvin, you've opened for. Huh? Biggest names is shit. You really can't hear me? Can you not hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Let me see what the story is. Um, it says I'm in the show. Okay. I think oh, it's Bluetooth turned off. Uh, let me see. 
It's probably the Bluetooth guy. I'll ask the questions in private chat, and then you just answer them. No, no, I can hear you now. Go ahead. What did you say? You. (laughs) (laughs) This is is what it would be like to interview my mother. (laughs) (laughs) I can hear you, but you're very, very faint. Yo, where's the volume on this thing? (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for checking in, Vicky. We appreciate Vicky, it. Vicky, you rock. Go ahead, Vicky. I can hear you. You can hear me? I can hear you. Talk about some of the big names you've opened for everybody. Talk about some of the big names you've opened for. Uh, Chaka Khan, Shanana, Temptations, Four Tops, wow. uh, Patti LaBelle, um, uh, Aretha Franklin, Smokey Robinson, Al Green, Isaac Hayes. Wow. Wow. Um, Gladys Knight, The Whispers, um, Metallica, uh, Stephanie Mills. Remember uh, when you were Metallica? Metallica. You know, I never got those gigs. I wanted to be a crossover comic. I really wanted to be a crossover comic, but I never <laughs> got those gigs. I, I I could have blown Metallica's audience away, and that's probably why they didn't have me on the show. <laughs> you gotta follow that bitch. <laughs> of all the big names you worked with, do you, like do you, who did you who did you like the most? Was there- okay, you don't have to shout. I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> who did you like the most, and who were you most intimidated by? My friend, my the best all time. The best all time ever, ever. Uh, well, I hope she doesn't get mad at me saying this. I had a wonderful time with Patty LaBelle, but the I, best, I, I the LaBelle. best was Aretha Franklin. Oh wow! Interesting. Well, I mean, that's I think, come on. Yeah, I think Pat, Patty LaBelle. Pat, Patty LaBelle was very dear and to me, and very endearing, and she embraced me and. She she pretty much let me have the run of the mill of what I wanted to do. Um, but Aretha Franklin, she, oh, man, she would talk about me on stage. <laughs> she would call me Mr. Melvin. Did you like, did, did you like the opener? Did, did you like Mr. Melvin? And then she oh would do God. one of my jokes. You know, that, that's a... Uh, wow. Oh, my God. Uh, it, oh. it was, and, and then, you know, backstage... Um, my, my mother, my my, my father, um, who weren't speaking at the time, who sat in separate sections of the theater, no but way. still met me backstage to meet Aretha Franklin. <laughs> wow. Um, <clears throat> she was just very, very nice to all of them. She gave them... It, it, Aretha Franklin was very nice to them. Patty LaBelle was very nice to my family, too. Um... I like those the best, but Smokey Robinson is at the top of the list of being an audience-friendly person. We did a show at the at the music fair, and after the show, there was a long line of people who wanted to get an autograph, and I cut through the line just to thank him for having me on the show. And he said, oh, yeah, you're an opening act. You're really great, man. I said, stand here and help me greet these people. So I stood there for an hour and a half, thanking everybody that came in. And he was signing pictures and go, hey, this is the opener. Did you think it was great? Wasn't it good? 
and he would, he would reference me oh, when he's pictures. And I'm talking to the people, he's talking to the people. An hour and a half after the show's over, we're doing this. Wow. And he, I mean, he, was, he was people, he said, these people are the reason why I have a career. I'm going to give them everything I have every time I go out the house, every time I'm on the stage. I love wow. hearing that. And for him, yeah, to, yeah, for so. he knew, like, that's a, that's a moment in your career you'll have forever, man. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Oh. Most definitely. I had, a, I had a lot of fun with I had a lot of fun with a lot of them, but there were a couple of embarrassing times too. I'm sure you want to hear about those. Of course. I mean, you're <laughs> going to cut out as soon as you tell it. <laughs> I was, uh, I, I opened for Chaka Khan at the Berkeley Performance Center in Boston. And uh, the DJ, who didn't know me, he goes, Are you ready for Chaka Khan? They go, Yeah. Are you ready for Chaka Khan? Yeah. All right, but she'll be out in a minute. First, we got this guy Still from New York City. Oh. And if he's not funny, let's boo his ass back to New York. Please welcome Melvin George. Wow. That's how I came on stage. I, I didn't have a good oh. first show, but I had a good second show. In between shows, I went backstage to talk to Chaka Khan and thank her for having me on the show. And she's standing there talking with Dion Warwick. And I think, wow. and Sissy Houston, Whitney Houston's mother. She's talking with them, and I'm trying to get a word in edgewise, trying to interrupt the conversation, and they're ignoring me. So finally, I tap Chaka Khan on the shoulder, and she shrugs me. She shrugs me like, you know, don't, don't bother me. So I walked away and forgot about it. Two years later, I'm at the, I'm at the, uh, I'm at the Westbury Music Fair, opening for Patti LaBelle. Uh, Phyllis Hyman's in the audience. Chaka Khan's in the audience a couple of other people in, in, in the audience. And I decided to do the show, the theater in the round. I decided to do the show without my glasses. Um, I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't, it was distracting to see all these people and get all this energy. So I figured I'd take, I'd remove my eyesight and go with just feeling. So after the show's over, I'm leaving the stage and this woman standing next to me goes, you were so good. She goes to grab me and I shrug her off. And my friend Reggie says, why did you do that? And I said, I didn't know who she was. He goes, that was Chaka Khan. I was like, oh really? I didn't have my glasses on. Oh my goodness. Oh no. <laughs> hey, back to and one hey, time I'm hey, touring with Stephanie Mills. We're at the music fair, the, the Westbrook, the music fair again. And I have this bit in my act called Oops. I was doing this thing about when we all say oops at one time or another. And uh, uh, it's about a five-minute bit. And uh, the whole thing is, is me saying oops at the wrong time. And Stephanie Mills comes on stage, and she's wearing these five-inch heels. And, and right in the middle of her song, she stumbles. She trips. She loses her balance. The whole audience goes, oops, and starts <laughs> laughing. Guess who was fired? Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> guess who was removed from the show? <laughs> what? Oh my! Yeah, I had a, I had a lot of a, a lot of fun times uh, opening. Uh, Al Green was great. Gladys Knight was great. You know, Isaac Hayes wore those chains around his neck, no matter what the temperature. Really? <laughs> if it was freezing outside, he still had those gold chains and no shirt with that with that with that 
that chain link vest. If it was eight, 90 degrees outside, gold chain, chain link vest. He he he, he really pushed his image. Good for wow. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So where you where you working now? Where you got anything coming up? Yeah, I'm gonna be in the pines. Oh man. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna be in the pines. <laughs> they got a cake order coming in and gotta grab it. We've seen more of Melvin's ear than anything else on this show, have you? Okay. That should be the name of I'm this gonna episode. Be in the pines. I don't know where that I think it's in Pennsylvania, one of those resorts in Pennsylvania. Yeah, the pines, yeah. Um, um but yeah, uh, I may get a call from one of my friends to come open for them, maybe like, you know, Robert Townsend or Eddie Murphy or Wow. Or um, uh, D.L. Hughley. Or, 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 uh, you look like you're sinking. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how many friends I don't know. Um, uh... <laughs> Man. Well, I got to tell you, Melvin, when we did the telethon back in January, we talk about it all the time. You, you were just sweet enough to just bang in and say, hey, guys. This is great. We, oh my God, it's Melvin. Come on. And and then we couldn't get rid of you. <laughs> and you and Rob Bartlett, and it was just so much fun, just the way you guys would just pop on when you when yeah. you had I hadn't I I have not seen because of the pandemic and you know the career choices, I hadn't seen a lot of these guys in ages, eons, yeah. you know. Um and I mean, I, I hear about their success and, and, and their careers and everything, but uh, we're like two ships passing in the night when, when it comes to like working together. So you giving the opportunity for us to do that was a lot, a lot of fun for me. Yeah, well, uh, thank you. And it means a lot to hear that because you're not the only comic to say that. And it, 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 it really, that was something that came out of the telethon that we didn't even really think about, right guys? When we were, that and the, and the, the, the English comics, Having the English comics pop in. Yeah, yeah. You had comics from all over the world. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's amazing. But you uh, you were so fun. And my favorite part was um, all of a sudden you popped on in the kitchen. With <laughs> apron and, you're, and, and, and we couldn't hear each other because there was so much noise because you were cooking. And we're like, Melvin. And you're like, I have to work. But I, I, I really want to watch, and I can't get on unless I'm backstage. <laughs> that just killed me. You didn't know how to watch it. You didn't know how to get to Twitch, so you went, I'm just going to go on. I'll just go on the show. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. that I, want, I wanted to hang out with you guys. Well, I had so much fun. It's like... I I'm a, I have a very addictive society, uh, personality, which is very, which is why I don't do drugs anymore. Right. <laughs> but when I have a, when I when I'm having a good time, I never want to let it go, and that was a great, great time for me. You know, I, um, I, I wanted to come on when I was in the car, when I was cutting apples. You know, I, I I, if if I could have done the shower thing, I would have done that. <laughs> you and Bartlett would have been our two shirtless guests. Yeah, well, yeah, well, Melvin, any time with you is always a fun time. You're yeah. You're, well, before you go, let me finish taking my medication. You're. 
right. <laughs> You're a true gentleman. You're a tremendous performer. If you've never seen Melvin George, make sure you go see Melvin George. It's the show you don't want to miss. You yeah. just you're the only thing you're better at than comedy is being a human being, man. You're one of my yeah. bless your heart. Thank you so much. God bless and, uh, every one of you. I love that Big you're doing to all of you. Big love I, to all of you. I love what you're coming on. Um, and the word is so much, and we're having fun with that. And and you, yeah, you've yeah. So I'm, gonna go, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna update my equipment just for you guys. <laughs> love it. <laughs> no, we'll definitely have you back when you, when you get your equipment into the 21st century. We're gonna have you back. Okay. Uh, we love you so much. Thank you for doing this today. I, I think we should get out on this. What do you guys? Yeah. Think? Yeah, Absolutely. So I was thinking jokes, but I think this yeah. is super yeah. heartfelt and beautiful. And yeah. Melvin, can't thank you enough for coming on. Thanks, guys. Love you. Love thank you, man. Be good. Such a pleasure. And that's drinks, jokes, and storytelling. <laughs>